So to simply tell people, well, you're too heavy, you have to lose weight. Again, it passes the buck and, and it dis discourages people from seeking the services that can help them and start down a process that allows them to, to improve their fitness level. Welcome back, 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 back to the In the Clinic podcast with Rob. It's good to be back. Good to have you here. And we've we've uh, decided to actually switch up my format a little bit. You know, before we had a lot of long form content that um, that that has multiple points in it from the clinic, from from different educational points, to updates, other. And I've decided to go to more short um, uh, podcasts. And the reason I'm going to more short is because uh, not all the content is appropriate for everybody. And this gives somebody an opportunity to say, hey, this one really speaks to me. I want to listen to that one. And it's at a, at, at, at a more pointed level than a blanket uh, podcast that, that goes over multiple topics. So stay tuned for uh, more frequent podcasts, but also uh, shorter and more pointed to certain topics. Uh, for those that don't that don't know me, my name is Rob Sumner. I'm owner of Sumner Specialized Physical Therapy, and I, I really do these podcasts because I enjoy making content that helps people in their lives, uh, helps people with their injuries, helps people with their fitness, helps people with their mindset. And uh, if anybody out there that's listening to this, it helps them in their life. It, it gives me joy, and in a way, this is uh, a cheaper version of of uh, therapy for me. <laughs> So uh, with that, let's let's get going. Um, today's topic is is what I call uh, I titled ten dumb things that people say. And the reason I I brought this up and and uh, dumb might be a little aggressive, but it's just misinformed. And uh, I, I was talking with a colleague, uh, best friend of mine, uh, Trav, who's a physical therapist as well, and we were discussing things that um, our patients or family members or um, you know, even medical professionals will tell uh, certain certain patients about their injuries, and it gets passed off as fact. It just is kind of a, a something that's been handed down for generations, and, and or something that people say, but there's not a lot of basis behind it. So I want to kind of unravel those today, and we'll get started with the first one, which is you're getting old. <laughs> You're getting old. I mean, how many times have you heard that? You go to a medical professional and they say, oh, well, your knee hurts because you're getting old. It's just the way it is. So how much you can do for it? False. I mean, this is, this is incredibly false because if it was solely about age, then we could predict it and say that anybody that hits 82 years old, that is right-handed, that's a male, you're going to get knee pain. It's just the way it is because you're getting old. Now, what, what they're really trying to say is as we age, we tend to get ailments. We do. And the body doesn't always respond the way that we want to. It doesn't always uh, heal the way it wants to. But um, to blanketly say that an individual 
is uh, going to continue to have pain and, and can't get better because they're getting old, eh, that's false. Because if you take an individual that just wants to be able to get up out of their chair and walk freely in their home, maybe go to some family events and and um, just just to be able to socialize more. Well, if you could take their pain and cut it in half, well, think about how much more they could do in their life, how much more walking they can do, how much more activity they could do. Their quality of life definitely improves and their social life definitely improves with the fact that you've reduced their pain. Can we fix end-stage degenerative arthritis? Well, no. But we can reduce your symptoms. We can reduce your pain. We can improve it to where you can actually do more in your life. So to blankly tell people, you're getting old, it's, it's up there is, is one of my top 10 uh, dumb, dumb things that people say. Number two, well, give it a little bit of time. It'll get better. Hey, just let it rest. Go home and rest. It'll get better. Now, this worked when we were littler, when we were younger. Because the body is supple and it's flexible and it heals really quick and you got a great blood supply and everything's everything's clicking. And you could go buck bales, play in a baseball game, do different things. You could go to bed extremely tired and you wake up, boom, ready like a rocket to go again. Now, that doesn't always happen as, as you get older. It doesn't always. But <laughs> to, to assume that all it's going to take is a little bit of rest and all of your ailments are going to go away. That, that's not the case. That's not the case. Uh, a lot of times, the inaction of actually seeking help for the ailment that you're having is what prolongs the injury to the point where it makes it even harder for an individual like myself to make it better because you waited so long. Now, I'm a male. And I've noticed that males, I don't know if it's male pride, they have difficulty with this. I myself uh, am, am a victim at times because I don't want to acknowledge different injuries and different stuff. And I have a very strong wife that pops me on the head and says, hey, quit messing around, take care of it. So uh, giving it time, especially from experience that I know, doesn't always make it better. So uh, number two, give it time, dumb things people say. Number three. I have arthritis and there's nothing you can do. False. <laughs> Again, I've touched on this in a podcast before um, with, with arthritis. Just because you have arthritis doesn't mean that you can't improve. Now, can we take arthritis and make it a nice, supple knee joint, whatever again? No. But that's not the point. And I know it's not the point because I'll ask my patients that will tell me that I have arthritis. So there's not much you can do for it because you can't fix arthritis. And I'll tell them, well, if I could take all your pain away and you could do everything that you want in your life without any restrictions, but you'd still have the arthritis in your knee, would that be okay? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's really not about the arthritis. It's about the mobility and the function. That's the ticket. So to simply say, you know, as a medical professional or um, a friend or family member, well, I have arthritis. Again, it stops us from actually seeking help. It stops us from getting the services that can improve our lives the most, that improves our mobility, our independence, even our ability to, to get to remove ourselves from some of the painkillers that we're taking. So the key is to simply say, I have arthritis and there's nothing you can do. That's, that's in our top 10. Okay. Number four. Well, 
the reason that your knee hurts, it's because you're too heavy. You're just going to have to lose weight. Now, we do know that as you gain weight, it does put an increased amount of pressure on your knee. It does. Or your joints. Or your ankle, hip, even sometimes your back. But just because you have increased weight does not mean that you cannot improve with some type of intervention. It doesn't. It might mean that it can't remove all of your symptoms. But again, our goal is not to eliminate everything. And the reason we know that is because with surgery, they cannot guarantee that you will be 100% fixed after surgery, that you'll have zero pain, you'll have perfect function, you'll be as good as new. You, they can't do that. I see it in the clinic all the time, that people think that, well, surgery is going to fix me, and it doesn't. It doesn't. So to simply tell people, well, you're too heavy, you have to lose weight. Again, it passes the buck, and, and it dis discourages people from seeking the services that can help them and start down a process that allows them to, to improve their fitness level. I hear it often from individuals that have been told us, well, you're too heavy and you just got to lose weight. And they'll look at me and go, well, how do I lose weight? Because my knee, my knee hurts so bad that I can't even walk. I can't ride a bike. I can't do anything aerobic. And it's really hard for me to improve my fitness at all. So what do I do? I feel stuck. And that's the key. We don't want people to feel stuck in, in a lot of these things that get passed on as common knowledge. Of, of injuries or issues. So number four, you're too heavy. Dumb things people say. Number six. Oh, I'm sorry. Number five. I'll just start walking. I'll just start walking. Now, mobility is great. Love mobility. Um, I, I, I love the fact anytime people want to get more active. I love that. But to simply say, well, I'm just going to start walking and it's going to and it's going to get better. It doesn't. Walking does not improve quad strength. Walking does not improve a lot of, of the lower level function that we need to to remove some of the ailments that we have. It walking does not improve um dysfunctions. Now, it's a great aerobic activity. It's a good way to burn calories. But a lot of times when you have a lower leg injury, you need specific interventions. You need specific strengthening, proprioceptive exercises, balance training, um, neuromuscular re-education activity, taping, uh, hands-on manual work to improve mobility to a joint or a segment. So to simply feel that just walking alone is going to take care of the issue, and it can happen. That's, that's one of our, our, our top, top, top issues. Of dumb things that people say. <laughs> Number six, uh, I found a couple exercises on YouTube and I'm just going to try those and see if they work. Now, we know that if those YouTube exercises were going to work, they would have been done a long time ago. And then this, you, you wouldn't even been speaking to anybody about the issues that you're having. YouTube videos, I make them myself. They're great, but they're generalists, they're not specific. A lot of our issues are multifaceted. It's not just related to that I have knee pain and I have patellofemoral pain. It's that you have weak hip abductors. Your hip is weak. Your core is weak. You have different restrictions to the kneecap itself. Injuries are multifaceted. They're never singular. And a lot of times in YouTube videos, especially the most popular ones, that you want to click on because it grabs your eye that says three ways to fix your shoulder. 
I'll tell you. I'll put a title on like that because people watch the video. But it's bigger than that. It's never that three exercises cure your shoulder. It doesn't. It's multifaceted. So to simply say, I'll try a couple exercises on YouTube, again, we know that you won't find the ones that will actually help you. The ones that are there aren't designed for fully for you as an independent individual. And then three, it's usually apathy. We forget. We forget, oh yeah, I was going to do those. There's no accountability to it. So to simply say I'll do a couple exercises, yeah, we're fooling ourselves. Number seven, I just need an MRI. I just need an MRI. I, I need an MRI so that I know what's wrong with me and I can get fixed. Now, done a podcast on MRIs. I've wrote a blog on MRIs. And MRIs themselves are greatly oversold. And they're oversold because they're just an image. Now, if I took an image of myself and I held it up to the screen right now on, on, on our uh, video uh, podcast here, and I said, tell me what I'm thinking, you can guess. You can never tell me what I'm thinking, but you can guess based on my expression and where I'm at, where I'm sitting, who I'm with, uh, the expressions of other people around us, maybe the event that looks like that, what happened, you could probably guess, but you won't 100% know. And two different people might have different interpretations of what I'm thinking. That's much like what an MRI is. An MRI is sold that it's, hey, it's flawless. It's not. And the reason you know it's not, because you can have an orthopedic surgeon who looks at MRIs all day, ACLs, meniscus, other, and a radiologist that is specifically trained for that, and they'll come to a different conclusion from their assessment from the MRI. They have a different interpretation of what they're seeing. Also. You have individuals that you'll look and say, oh, well, this person does not have a torn ACL. Nope, it's not torn at all. It doesn't, but they're still having pain. So we're just going to go and scope it and see what's going on and maybe clean what, what, what's in there. They'll go in there and find that the ACL is completely torn. The MRI didn't show it. They couldn't see it well enough. So the biggest thing I'm saying is MRIs, two or three, four, wherever I'm at, MRIs do not help with making you better. It's not a treatment intervention. They just help guide clinical, clinical, clinical decision-making. So MRIs just help guide clinical decision-making. Now, if you have a clinician that can do certain tests, that can evaluate and say, yeah, you 100%, I, could, I just did a Lockman test, and you 100% have an ACL tear. You don't always have to have an MRI to confirm that. And, and that's an, an easy explanation. But same thing for the shoulder. It can be shoulder impingement. It's very clear that's shoulder impingement. So to go and get an MRI, just to know that you have irritation to the supraspinatus tendon, and now you need physical therapy, we were already there. So MRIs are perfect when there's uncertainty in the clinical decision-making or waiting in, in the sense that uh, a biceps rupture or other, that if we wait, it could be detrimental. So overall, I just need an MRI so I know what's wrong with me and I can get fixed. Not one of the smartest things people say. Number nine, I'll just get a pace. I'll, I'll just get a brace. So one of my favorites, number nine, I'll just get a back brace. Um, I'll just get a knee sleeve. I'll just get an ankle brace. Now, <laughs> what people are really paying for is for hope. Because the brace itself can help stabilize the region, but it never 
It never is the exclusive thing that makes things better. It doesn't. We use braces. We advocate for braces. We have people put on ankle braces, knee braces, or other for protection. They're for protection, but not as a treatment solution. So simply wanting to wear a brace, thinking that it's going to fix the issue, especially a musculoskeletal issue, never does. So number eight, I'll just get a brace. All right, number nine. Hey, be tough. Just walk it off. I had an ankle sprain back in the day, and I never needed to do anything but just walk it off. Just walk it off. Be tough. (laughs) We hear that from coaches. We hear that from grandparents. We hear that from all sorts of people that just walk it off. Hey, be tough. Just walk it off. Now, I've seen a lot of ankle sprains in my life, and I do like, again, mobility. But to simply think that you're just going to walk off your ankle sprain or your knee pain or your other, again, it prevents people from getting services at a quick fashion that allows them to fully heal their injury. How many times do we hear from individuals that talk about, well, my old football injury, my shoulder still bothers me from my old football injury. Ah, this knee is from from playing basketball all back in the day. Is it from playing basketball? Or is it from not taking care of the injury once it occurred and you walked it off? So <laughs> being tough and, and just walking it off, um, that, that, that never helps. So the key is, is, to, is to be able to identify that, be able to say, yes, this is something that we need to jump on or to at least have a professional evaluate it to see what's the best way to make sure that you recover fully. And we're circling back to number 10. So uh, number one was you're getting old. Number two is give it some time. It will get better. Number number three is uh, I have arthritis. Number four, you're, you're too heavy. Number five, I'll just start walking. You'll get better. Number seven, I got some exercise on YouTube. Number eight, I, I just need an MRI. Number nine, I'll just get a brace. And number 10, I'm just going to use my essential oils. <laughs> now, I have essential oils. I love them. My, my, we actually sell them in the office. My wife, loves essential oils. She she rubs a lavender in my hair sometimes. It helps me sleep. It's fantastic. But to solely think that an essential oil is going to fix your ACL issue, that's wishful thinking. To solely think that your essential oil is going to cure all of your ailments, yeah, that's wishful thinking. So the biggest thing I'm getting at with when I talk about the dumb things that people say, what I'm really getting at is that we fake ourselves out. And we fake ourselves out because at times it it can be inconvenient to seek help. It can be inconvenient. And that's what happens. We don't always want to take time off work. We don't always want to have to come in somewhere. We don't want to have to go to a place that we don't know, a a new place, a, a new facility. And it gets overwhelming. So we'd rather use apathy and hope 
that things will just work itself out through walking it off, wearing a brace, essential oils, or resign to the fact that nothing can be done. Well, I'm just getting old. Doctor said I'm too heavy. Just the way it is. No, I just need to rest it. All these things just prevent the individual from getting the help they deserve. So all in all, what I'm really getting on uh, with all of these 10, 10 dumb things that people say is seek help early. I would rather see somebody twice. Because the first time I look and go, yeah, you've got XYZ. Second time we give this, you're doing, you got in here early enough. Boom, you're good to go. Perfect. Then to see somebody for months because they neglected their injury over and over and over and over. And we really have to work a ton just to get them to a baseline level to where we can make an impact. So all in all, the purpose of, of the 10 dumb things that people say is just to bring awareness. That there are ways that, that we can help. It doesn't have to be that we fix it, that we cure arthritis. If we can improve your mobility, improve your independence, decrease your pain, improve your ability to just be social again, that's a win in your life. If we can increase your ability to do things by 50% in your day, that's a huge improvement. And a lot of people will take that. So all in all, thanks for listening today. I really appreciate your feedback. Uh, let me know about the shorter form content, how you feel about it, uh, and, and the multiple podcasts that will be coming your way. Feel free to, again, subscribe to the YouTube channel, to our podcast. Shoot me an email also in the, in the link as well. And just give me your thoughts or a topic you want me to hit in the future. All in all, thank you for being a part of our specialized universe. Love you. And I'll see you next time.